coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. Alright guys, Pitmaster here. I hope this is working. If it doesn't, uh, you can watch it somewhere else. But if it is, we are here for the Pitmaster, the Doc. That's the, the regular two that come John, all the good time. To good to see you. Then we got Glover Tagsera, as we call him, G-Lover. All right, so we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. Um, one of the main things we're going to talk about is the um, the uh, the fights this past weekend. And mainly, we're going to talk about um, Max Holloway. Max Holloway was... I don't know what do you, I think there was like an X factor going on um, with Max Holloway. Just the way his timing, just he was flowing, man. He's like he was looking at uh, he was talking to the commentators and hitting and punching his opponent at the same time. Then he was like he was doing some Muhammad Ali moves, which were beautiful, slipping and bucking, you know, ducking, etc. And it was it was just unbelievable. I mean, I think that's the best. Um, I think that's the best Max Holloway we've ever seen. What do you think? Yeah, no, he looked he looked amazing. Man. Do you think that was the best you've ever seen him? Uh, yeah, he's, he's been looking great in a lot in the last few fights. I, um, but definitely, like uh, um, it was Saturday night, uh, he, he was incredible. He's, he's... The way he was moving, hitting back to you know, like just moving around and. And jab, his speed was there, everything, like you say, the timing. And then he was flowing. It was scary. Did we see a spinning back kick he, in there, he, too? He, he didn't throw that much punch, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what? 500 Ooh. almost punches. Set some records. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did land a couple back spinning back. back. How did that guy survive? I don't know, because you watched the replay on the spinning back kick, and it looked brutal. The spinning back kick landed. And yeah, how – this has got to be one of the – tough. well, how do they make them in Boston? It's like – it's like uh, it's like Mickey Ward and Arturo Gatti, those body shots. How do you take a liver shot like that? Yeah. They hurt? Yeah. Do you think liver shots hurt? Oh, yeah, they hurt. <laughs> do you think a spinning back kick to the, to the liver hurts? Dave Loazzo, remember? I think it was one of yeah, the Dave Loazzo, yeah. David Loazzo, we love you, brother, from uh, Canada. He was uh, he was GSP's uh, partner in crime, and they did yeah. some great training together. Do you remember David Loazzo? I put up his video a couple times on my Instagram because that is the best spinning back kick ever in MMA. I think the best spinning kick ever in combat sports is Benny the Jayukides, but. Whatever. It, no matter how good they are, if they land on your liver, do you? I mean, do you like to get kicked in the liver? No. No, it doesn't feel good. It's not something you'd want to do on a Saturday night. No, definitely. It hurts. Okay, what do you think hurts 
Oh, here's a good one for you guys. What do you think? And you've probably been um, brutalized with every sort of brutality. What do you think just physically hurts the most? Not knocks out, not you know debilitates, hurts, just straight up pain. What do you think that is? Well, what, what, what do you think what, hurts the what? most that lands on you? Because I'm going to say liver shot. But what do you think yeah. hurts the most? Because you know what? One thing yeah. that I haven't Ligo, been... Yeah, Ligo is a liver shot, yeah. But what do you think? think? Groin shot can hurt more. You think the groin shot? I've never, ever had a groin shot. I hurt never I never got a hit. I thank God I never got hit in the liver that uh, I was in the ground fight? crying. You know, yeah. Like I see some people, but yeah. And I got kicked in the groin. It was uh, pretty bad. It was. Okay. So I've been kicked in the groin, hit in the liver. I think the liver hurts much more and it, it, it just freezes you. But something's happened to Glover that didn't happen to me. So I can't speak from experience. But what do you think hurts more? Getting kicked in the balls, getting hit in the liver, or getting poked in the eye? Holy shit, you got poked in the eye by two of the world's most prominent and <laughs> no, they are the prominent most proficient. They're the most proficient eye pokers in MMA, Gustafsson and John Jones. And you got with one of them. It went like two knuckles deep into your, into yeah. your, into your, it, sh- it was like this, it was like this far in, you know, when they say just the tip. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't just the tip. This was the entire digit. That's what she said. But anyway, what do you think when you did get hit in the, when poked in the eyes like that in those multiple fights you've had getting poked in, did it, was it excruciatingly painful as getting kicked in the nuts or the liver, or was it, or is it more you can't see, or yeah, both? Um, it is painful, but you know, you can't compare to. Uh, I mean, I got kicking and going. I stayed like five minutes trying to recover, and, and uh, you know, so it was one of those that was like never, never goes away, you know. But um, that one, that's when I fought uh, in Shoto, Brazil. Shoto, Brazil, I fought uh, Samurai. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, the poking eyes was more like you, it blocks your vision. You can't see because uh, if you want eyes, it's, you know, scratchy. You can't, you, you know, it'd be it'd be nice if you can just control and be fighting. Like, okay, my my eyes is hurting. I'm just gonna just gonna stay with one eye over here. But it doesn't work like that. You you kind of like automatic. You wanna kind of blink both of the eyes, uh, you know, at the same time. And that that pain, that scratch will a little bit keep. It keep bothering you the whole fight, pretty much, you know. Well, you got poked in the eye pretty bad a couple fights. Mainly me, I didn't see the Shota one we got, but I know John Jones just poked the shit out of you, and so did uh, a Gustafsson. But like with a kick in the groin, you get five minutes rest. Yeah. Okay, you get five minutes rest for a for a poke in the eye. I remember talking to you the next day, and you could still you still have blurred vision. Yeah. So it affects yeah. you. More than that five minutes, didn't right? The law they change now because they didn't give a five minutes before for poking the eye. They never did it for John Jones. They never did it for Gustafsson. In fact, in Gustafsson fight, you can see me in the corner saying that he's he's like you, you either you go now because the doctors say how you look. And I say can't see you well, but you know. 
and the and the referee say you go or we uh or we call or we call the fight like you know can't continue but i say well, of course i go but do i have five minutes and he say no you do not that was in sweden wow. and uh i went straight away you know right away wow does it depend on the commission where you're fighting yeah it could be though but like uh, i i see now everybody get poking their eyes and get five minutes i was like i didn't get five minutes <laughs> Okay, now answer me this one, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Where you know which fight I'm talking about? The poked in the eye, and the guy goes, "Wait." So if I say I can't see, I win. Do you remember that fight? Yes, okay. I don't remember uh, who it was. Okay, who, was, just, who I, was fighting? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Diego Sanchez. Yeah. So and, uh, Michael, Michael Pereira, right? That was. He fought I think the that was Brazilian the one, yeah. guy. The, 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 the flipper. The, the flips. Yeah, yeah. The crazy flips. So let me ask you this. If the guy came to you, the court, the the referee, and he said, "And this, you can't even." Diego Sanchez is so tough. He said so many tough wars. I mean, he fought bloody and beaten and brutalized. But in that fight, he just simply told the referee, "Goes, wait a second. Are you telling? Okay, hold on, hold on. So you're saying, if I say that I can't see right now very good, then." No, no, I think it was a head thing. So if I can't, if I can't continue, I can win. Are you saying that? And the and the referee said, "Yeah." And he just said, "Hell, fuck it! I can't, I can't continue." Yeah. Can you? Would you have done that with your eye pokes? I never, you know, never Can take you? it that way because I always like think of the fight. I'm like, uh, I probably would go and fight, you know, because I, I told Line. the guys, I told the, the referee that it's like, uh, did you go. Or you you can see you can if you go and see the video the fight and the and the fight pass you're gonna see me talk to him and he's like if you if you don't go we're gonna have to call the fight and be you know it will be like uh, no contact and I'll say no I'll go man of course I'll go I'm not gonna cancel the fight and, and, and what uh, round and was I, that I think it was a uh, second round maybe was the second round the beginning of the second round either second or fourth round it was like something like that. So I know you're not a you know orthopedic or an uh, oncologist or whatever, but what what about if that happened to someone's eye and you were in the corner and you came in? Um, it's orthodontist, I think. What is this? Uh, wait, wait, ophthalmologist, optician, optician, ophthalmologist. Okay, so if you're an ophthalmologist and and Glover came to the corner. Well, I mean, what would you do? I mean, what would you? Well, I think that's the trick. In the the medical doctor there always asks the fighter if they want to continue, and they almost always, except in that instance you gave, they always say yes. Yeah. And they can't see, and they, they even pretend they can. They pretend they, they can guess see. how many. They always want to keep fighting. <clears throat> I mean, ninety nine percent of them yeah. say yes. I can continue. I can't. They pretend like they can see, and they can't. I think right. the one you can tell, the doctor can tell, and their eyes swollen shut, they can't see. And they'll usually stop the fight for that, won't they? If their eyes know. completely swollen shut, Glover, that, that's a I, that's a fight ending injury, isn't it? You can't see it all. Yeah, you. you, you two know, eyes. Some of the two some eyes. of the fights they keep they letting go, you know. So like I see, like a lot of the time, the, the eye pretty much shot, and they they let them go. Like I think if you can see because the blood coming in, yeah. they they call it. But like it was just shot like that, they, you keep going. With one eye. You see those guys that blow their nose with a broken nose. Oh, and yeah. Eye blows oh, up and then, yeah, definitely. And then the fight gets yeah. stopped. Yeah. It's Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. 
So what do you? <clears throat> I don't. For me, it seems scarier. You ask Glover what hurts more. To me, it would seem scarier to get poked in the eye because you could lose your vision. Yeah. You look at Michael Bisping, you lose your eye. You know, you take a groin shot or a liver shot, you're probably going to survive. Probably. I don't know what the incidence is of that, but you have, you know, you get poked in the eye and you can't see. So, I can imagine that maybe it doesn't hurt as that's much. That's tough, like, what do you rather, what do you rather lose, scary. an eye or a ball, you know? Like, it's or like what would you rather lose, your eyes or your liver? I mean, but they're both terrible. I'm just thinking, because I've been hit so hard in the liver and I've been, you know, I mean, I've been kicked so hard in the balls, but I've never really, in a fight, been poked. I've been poked a little here and there. But nothing, not even close to Glover's three knuckle. Uh, I mean, it was like stuck in his his, his ice in the back of his which, like which fight was that? Tickling that the Jones? back of his eye socket. Jones, yeah. It looked like it was like uh, maybe even so, could touch his brain. Is so get a point was, taken for that or no? Uh, dang, I, I don't know. That guy we watched fight Saturday night. Lee Jing Lang Lee. He was the guy, the eye gouger that we watched fight last year. Yeah, he had his. Whole thumb in the guy's eye socket. Yeah. Who did he fight? The guy was on top of him, right? Yeah, and he, and he was like gouged ah. him twice. I don't think he got a point taken either. No. So anyway, so Holloway basically <clears throat> um Cater showed the fucking heart and, and fighting spirit of Mickey Ward, another another, you know, Massachusetts guy. <clears throat> and he was just he was so tough. I mean, his he got spinning back kicked. In the liver, and he kept coming. He got like nailed in the face four hundred and seventy-eight times the or something. Elbows too. The elbows. Oh my god! Too. Elbows. And the the body shots that Holloway was see. throwing body shots after body shots. How did he survive? Say that guy don't drink, huh? He don't drink alcohol. The liver is good. Yeah, he's got. A, what do you think about that? He's uh, you think they have anything to do? You drink a lot of alcohol. You leave it gets weaker. I think if you drink enough alcohol to have any kind of any kind of any level of cirrhosis, you're not. You probably athlete. should not be fighting at all. <laughs> if, it, if, if it's anywhere near, I mean, if you, there's any yellow tint to your skin, about like you think, like for example, like you know, guys that drink in camp and stuff, like you think the uh, oh, oh, a lot of the guys that come in the next day, like the hangover to train. Think they they have anything to do like with the taking shots in the lever? I, I like I said, I've never been dropped to the lever shot. Never, not even training or or in a fight before. Never. I can't yeah. say the same. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was lucky enough because I trained with the good guys. With the you know, Chuck is one of the best. You know, yeah. You, well, we you're nice to me when we spot right, with you only two minutes. <laughs> we um with that liver, that liver shit. This guy is just so tough. It seemed, he's not only so tough, it's like Max Holloway is so good. I mean, his timing is impeccable. Everything was great on that fight. So, I mean, that's that's the main fight in that card we want to talk about. That's I mean, a fight you could rewatch. There's not, and also the other thing about that fight, it was on ABC, and you wonder, you know, they delivered for that fight card on ABC. Like, ABC's going to want more fights. Yeah, they, they, they delivered for that fight. So, who else was on that card that was interesting? It was, so was just uh, loading up. Carlos Condit, I mean, I'm not a huge Carlos Condit fan, and there's no particular reason because I always thought he was super good. I just not, haven't really watched him that much. But that fight um, against Matt Brown, um, 
I love that fight. It was a lot closer. Um, I think Matt, I, Matt Brown thought he won that fight, I believe. I think he was I, pretty disappointed in the. I think he could have won that fight, decision. but I just think the way Carlos Condit fight fought that fight, it made me. I am right now a Carlos Condit fan. I, I mean, and and I'm Matt Brown. I've always been a Matt Brown, huge Matt Brown fight fan, but I am now a, a much bigger. Carlos kind of fan. What do you what do you think about that fight? Yeah, man, he looked good. Uh, Carlos kind of was he was out for a little bit, you know. He was like having fought in a while, and he could come back. And then he came back and he beat Corvigi. And he's been around. Yeah, man. he's like we remember him at WC. Yeah, a long time ago. He's like the what is he the something assassin, the silent assassin, or the silent killer, the something killer, <laughs> and it fits the way he fights. It really does, but. But Matt Brown too. Matt Brown is just fucking. He's like scrappy, man. He's wild. He's fucking great to watch. So that was a great fight. A lot better than I thought it would be. And then I'll tell you who else I'm impressed with. Shit, that Lee Jing Jang. Lee Jing Jang. If I'm not saying it wrong, if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. But it's something like Jing Jang. Something like no, no, nothing, no political anything. Just Jing Jang. It looks like Jing Jang. What is it? Every, every card needs a left hook, John. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Jay Li Jing Jang or Jing Ling Lang, whatever it is, he's a great guy. Um, great fight. He fought Ponsonibio, who was like the up-and-coming welterweight. Everybody thought he was going to go straight to the title. And then, boom, he, he uh, he's knocking everybody out. He's the only guy to stop Court McGee. I mean, this guy is just on a roll. Then he got some kind of like uh, intestinal blood uh, uh, um, infection. He was out for two years. Two years he was yeah, out. He disappeared. He disappeared. Then he fights this guy, Lee. Lee, I'll just call him Lee. I don't want any, uh, any calls or any kind of stuff. This guy comes back with a beautiful Frankenstein hook. I call it the Frankenstein hook because what you do is like you throw him off with that right. He threw it off with the right, like Frankenstein's walking forward, threw the right, and just came back with a beautiful left hook that caught him right in the, the point of the chin. Just dropped him and knocked him out cold. I hated to see uh, Ponsonibio get knocked out like that, but he did. And I loved it. I loved that. Be- it was a beautiful technique. What do you think about that? Yeah, lead. No, he. he, he. He was what fast amazing. as shit, he was wasn't good, he? Man, he was like everything, counting everything good. It was an amazing fight. I love it. I love the two. I, I, I see that guy's going. I going he had to, some speed. Yeah, he's going. I, yeah, uh, he's I've never really top, noticed him. Big top contender. Yeah, I, I think so. He is, you know. Yeah, I never really noticed him that much, except for Me the neither. eye thing. That was the fight that I, I, I first time I, I think I saw him fight. To yeah. Be honest. You're what? You're a like you're a, a fan now, huh? So Santiago was on a seven win yeah. streak mm-hmm. into that fight, and he was off for that. He, I guess he had some infection in his knee. His doctor told him he'd never fight again. Yeah. So he was out for two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Santiago, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Carlos Conda, natural born, natural born killer. Thank you, Vance. But um, <laughs> you were close. I know. You called the silent assassin. But that, but that, close. but that Chinese guy, man. He had everything going for him in that fight. His speed and his movement, it looked so perfect. And then, boom, that left hook was... Right to the chin. Right to the chin. Perfect, yeah. 
right to the chin. Who else was on that card? You liked that one. I loved it. It was the left hook of all left hooks. Best punch in the in the business. You could ask Clover. What's the best punch? <laughs> this works well, pretty well. When it I lands. know you like the overhand right hands, too. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I. That was my old day. That was when I before I became a left hook uh, nut. My old my old was my. This was my old thing. I tell everyone, the best strike in all of MMA is the one that lands and knocks your opponent out. Doesn't matter what it is. But I'm saying left hook now just for the hell of it. Okay, so then we got uh that's, that's about it. Joaquin Buckley. That's, uh, that's your best takedown shoe. The, the best takedown. Take oh, the best takedown is the left hook all day long. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. Ponsonibio got taken down in that fight. Right? Yeah, I mean, did. that was a good takedown. Did. All right, so now we're gonna talk about let's switch gears. We are gonna talk about Glover. Oh, what are we going to talk about? He's right here. It's like weird to talk about someone they're right here. <laughs> so maybe we should talk with him and not about him. Because yeah. it could be just me and you talking about him. Not when we got Glover here. And man. they could be over there. <laughs> okay, what I want to talk about is, and I don't want to get like personal or, or like, um, I don't want to be politically incorrect, but um, let's talk about, I'm going to try to get everybody in here. I'm trying to get everybody in at this. Well, I can. Yeah, that's good. And I could just do this. Oh, uh, look. Okay. So now I'm going to ask Clover. This might be. I mean, first of all, I know we love Dana. Uh, we like Dana, right? Yeah. Dana does a good. I mean, I've had my things with Dana, but to think that Dana, the things that Dana's done for the UFC. And for the UFC fighters and the way he's, you know, just the way he's courageously and ingeniously and creatively kept the UFC going during this crazy whatever it is. I love Dana more than I ever have. But um, he, do you think that you should have gotten that shot? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I... uh beat five guys uh, uh, straight. And, and the thing is, I was already fight. It's not like that I come down from the top too much. You know, yeah. I've always been there fighting top guys. And uh, I've been uh, here and there. And I fought uh, five guys. And this is the number one contender fight. Uh, yeah. But what, and with the super fight, I, um, I understand. I just didn't understand the fact that there's no point that this guy doing a super fight right now, Blohovich. You know, he just won the title. It's not like yeah. uh, John. If it was John Jones, and uh, if I if I had a, a chance to fight for the title, and it was John Jones and Adesanya because they've been building this fight for a while, and John Jones been there, and he wants to do super fight is one thing, but this guy shouldn't be. You know, he he have to defend his title. Right? Uh, that's my opinion. You know. Yeah. But uh, like you say, Dana is doing a great job promoting UFC and he think this is the best uh, for the UFC, you know. Um, I just, just gotta relax, enjoy the time and um, wait for that title shot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see I see part of what you're saying. I, I also think um, um, that you, 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 you're right. It should, I mean, that's not a really good super fight and there should be some kind of congruence to the ratings versus who's going to fight next and a super fight should be um 
Yeah, super fight. I mean, this is not a really a super fight. I mean, it's like yeah. this guy's coming up yeah. from 185. And, yeah, he has a lot of hype behind him, but Jan doesn't. Jan is really good. He's really skilled. He's paid his dues, but he's, there's no hype behind him. Like, it would be Stipe against John Jones or or yeah. Israel against yeah. John Jones or Stipe. You know, I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense. There should be some kind of uh, rating, you know, system like there is in boxing. Number one contender always ha- the champion always has to p- defend against his the number one contender. Yeah, it just should be like that. But it's Dana's show. What do you think about that? Well, yeah. I think about what happens if Adesanya wins that fight at light heavyweight. Does he defend it? Like, what happens next? Or does yeah, he vacate it, and now you've got yeah. a new fight for a, you know, a, a vacated belt? Yeah, they might make it one of those. muddies the whole thing up, honestly. Yeah. So if uh, if John if Jan wins, that's another thing. He'll win and retain his title, and then you'll get to fight him. Yeah. Um, what if someone drops out with COVID and everything? I don't know who's had who's had. Yeah, that's the problem because, uh, you know, right now, like, what, what, what's the job? You know what I mean? Am I going to be ready to do a full camp, you know? That well, I'm going to need more time. What's, uh, we need to to see with them if this is going to go through uh, me stay as a backup uh, fighter because, you know, for, to do a camp for a title fight like that, you're going to have to prepare. You got to oh, yeah. talk to my coaches, you know, fly down over there, getting guys, you know, getting guys ready. And it's right there in the corner. Like, we have to start camping and now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, some things you talk about, but right now, it's not like... Um, and also, if you are a backup fighter for a fight like that, that's two very different fights, yeah. right, for you? Yeah, definitely. But, you know, that's all... It, like I say, you're going to train, and you're going to be preparing yourself 100% for, for camp. But if they get hurt, like, nobody tell me anything, I'm just going to be here training, you know, but if I'm, I'm, am I going to be ready, you know? So something that right now we have to talk and ask. I don't think they do anything uh, for so there's not for a lot backup. Of... No, I don't think they're going to do a backup or anything. I, I actually thought I heard Dana talking about that, but that might have been somebody talking yeah. about Dana or talking yeah. thinking. But, okay, so so there isn't that. You'd want you think you should get the fight. Obviously, I think everybody else does too. Um, well, that's the fight the sport should have next. It's not the promotion, but the the fight that should happen next, as far as the sport's concerned, and who's the best in that division. That's the next fight. Yeah, is Glover. So yeah. you know, and I'm sure fan they look at fans and how many people are going to watch the fight, and you get Adesanya on the card, and people are going to watch. Um, so, I don't know, it's tough. I, don't, I mean, to be honest, like, honestly honest, I mean, I like Israel. Uh, I don't know him that well, but I, I like the way he fights. I like, you know, I like him as a martial artist. I think he's a great uh, competitor. But, I mean, I just don't think that's that big of a super fight. I just don't. I think yeah. I think Glover, with his, and his backstory, you know, 41 years old, you know, coming back and, and, and just fucking taking the, you know, USC by, by storm and then fighting a guy like Jan, I think that fight has just as much hype as, you know, an 85 pounder coming up and now fighting Jan. I don't, yeah. I don't see why that's a super fight. 
That just doesn't seem like a super fight. I think you fighting Jan would be just as much of a fan favorite fight or more of a fan favorite fight, which means more of a super fight than, than Jan versus, uh, I don't think people want to see that fight as much as they'd like to see Glover fight. Well, I know I'd rather see, obviously see Glover fight. I think a lot of hardcore MMA fans would be the same way. They'd rather see the fight that should be coming up next in 205. Yeah. Yeah. You can see a lot of, you know, negative comments from the fans with, um, about this stuff, you know, but like, I, I don't your story agree. is such an awesome story for yeah. a guy who's forty something. Yeah, like, yeah. I, your story is awesome. I, we really want to see you fight again. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the next two months brings. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. With that. With that said, and Zane saying, the most money UFC wants the most money. I. I mean, I. To be honest, like, I love Dana and stuff, but uh, I don't think it's always about the. I think sometimes he just wants to do something. I don't think it's always. I don't think he always puts the money first because I, I, he's got so much and I think he's doing a great job as a business, but I don't know. I don't, he has reasons for doing certain things that don't always seem to involve money, but anyway, I could be wrong. Okay. With that said, before we finish up, cause Glover has to go uh, do some things. You got to do some things. Okay. So you didn't get the fight, which you deserve. And you're not spilling over spilled milk. But with that said, so now if they say, do you want to, uh, do you want to wait for whoever wins and then take him on in say six months, eight months, 10 months? Yeah, probably be closer to nine months. Or do you think you, would you want to have a fight uh, in between? Right now I want to wait. Right now I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the title shot, title fight. I think my next fight should be the title fight. Okay. So if, yeah. even if they say this fight's in Jan, uh, March, so then the next guy probably won't do another one for like three or four months. So that's four months from, you know, so that'll be April, May, June, July. So, August. so it'll be probably the end of summer. More time to prepare. Yeah. More time to prepare. All right, that's good for that. What else we got? What else you want to talk? We got Glover Teixeira here. Glover Teixeira. And we got the doc right here. Got, Give me you one. You got any questions on there? You got any questions? I don't know. I can't really read it. My eyesight is gone. But <laughs> hey, what's up, Zane? What's up, Alfie? Alfie's here. We're not going to talk to him because. Um, do we talk to him already? Do you know Alfie? <laughs> oh, my God. You don't want to know him. I love Alfie, but we, we just don't want to know him. But um, no, so that's that's to me. It's Alfie. He's 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 one of the fighters. No, that, no, Alfie. What about, I know him. Like, you know what like other Vegas, thing, right? Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, you see, he's he's one kick Knicks yeah. guy. What's up, buddy? Alfie, yeah. what, I don't know. Did we talk about it? Why yeah. why is Glover here? He's not trained for a fight right now. I think that's an interesting thing. We got Glover. Oh, oh yeah, we got Glover here because. He is testing some of his guys, so they're like my grandkids. Glover is under me and a black belt, and then so his black belts are kind of one step under mine, right? So we're testing them here. So he's tested. Um, he brought his, his his six of his black belts. I think six people, six of them, six of them. Um, and we got our guy from Arizona as well. He's one of the pits in Arizona. 
And Glover has a full-on martial arts school. Glover doesn't just Glover's not just the one number one uh, UFC fighter in the world right now. That no, he's not settling for that. He's also a martial arts school owner, martial arts and fitness school owner, and and he coaches a team, a full team of like ten guys that are like top level guys, like. He has guys in the PFL, LFA, uh, Bellator. He's even had guys in the UFC while, listen to this, listen, while he's in the UFC as a top, you know, number one right now, but even as a top 10 contender, he's also training guys too. That's, that's, that's a, like a very crazy role. How do you do that? I love it. How do you do it? it? You there? I mean, because I, I there must it. be something more than love it. There has to be. What kind of time management program do you use? Do you use like, like when you look about productivity, you would think like, like you have to have like the most productivity minded mind in the world because you're training fighters, you're running a gym, you're getting ready for a number one UFC world title fight. Uh, you're managing all your, you're, you're managing your, he's a landlord. You're managing your property. Yeah, well, my How wife do you? Knows that. My wife so you delegate some yeah, of your stuff, yeah. but all that other stuff. How do you? How do you like keep everything organized? Because, I mean, let's face it. I'm going to talk about Doc for a sec. He has four kids, and he and he like he cuts on shoulders. Okay. And train. And he trains. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's the last thing I squeeze. And he about. trains. Yeah. Right. So he's a he's a MD, and he trains, and he runs around with his kids, going God knows where, all their sports, and his wife with her chickens and her roosters and her 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 raccoons. I'm a karate guy, and then we saw what Glover did. See, when you surround yourself, let me just say the word. Here's a word right now, a word of wisdom. When you surround yourself with people that are better than you are. More productive, more more effective, uh, more accomplished, higher level, like I do, it makes you a better person. Okay, okay, enough of that. All right, now we're talking about Clover. So, how do you train your fighters and your training for a fight? How does that? I know how that demographics work because I tried it. I did it myself, but not in the UFC. I was fighting in, in, in little kickboxing things and winning world champion kickboxing matches, but it was nowhere near the level of the UFC. Yeah, it was well, it was like it was like minor leagues. How do you become a major league fighter training yourself and then train the fighters? How do you do that? Well, right now off camp, I train the fighters a little more. I go over technique and uh, we work with them more one-on-one or in a team. But uh, in camp, I focus 100%, like me, like eight, six weeks, but mostly eight weeks. So who takes, so do you have a assistant coach that takes over yeah, them? Yeah, usually uh, we have uh, Fanelli to help and uh, Fanelli's son to help in the kickboxing. We have a jiu-jitsu guy, there's Kyle Magalhães is, you know, helping me with Nandor. Nando. Nando, yeah, Nando. and uh, Kyle to help with the jiu-jitsu. And, uh, you know, and all the guys have a... a um, Connection with all the coaches, they help me out with. Uh, they know that everybody that goes train with me, like Alex Pereira, 
troops coming back to train and they know and they know the fact that I am, I am still um, training and still fighting and I wanted to be a champion. I still have the goal and uh, I'm not a full-time coach and as long as they know that, then I'm not going to be there 100% for them when, so when, I have a, when I have a fight coming up. You know, they, so you uh, delegate. You delegate to other people. You, yeah. And we having we having fun and we everything's going well. They love it, you know. They love come over here and do um they love the sweat and black California. belt test. We did the, the black belt test and uh that was fun. they they you know they love to to come to come back here and, and do a exchanging train and and the guys eventually that's what we wanna do, you know. Yeah. The guys go back and forth and that's what that I was thinking about that because it's like it's gonna be great for those guys. For my guys to go over there. Yeah, and then and then you send your guys over here we can they can get a little break from there and then get a different look here with more wheel more 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 wheelbarrows and left hooks yeah it's and then when they go with you they're going to get more jujitsu and what what's your biggest fit, uh, fitness thing have, yeah what's your biggest uh, fitness exercise Mine's wheelbarrow. What's yours? Oh, we uh row. I think row. The row and so the they get more jujitsu and row. Yeah. yeah. Rowing wrestling, remember that? Yeah, rowing yeah. wrestling. We still do that still, every Monday. We, we every really, Monday. I don't do it every week. Monday. I don't do every week anymore because. Uh, what? <laughs> but yeah. That was a good it, one. It's that? a hard workout. Yeah, we do it like uh, every two weeks. We do it because we do like, but we do like three rounds, eight hundred meters. Yeah. Right, and then uh, that? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so you're delegating and then you're, okay. So you're, you're pretty much when you're, when you're camp, you're, you're settling in. Do you keep, do you keep track of things? Do you have a, do you have a, a like a pocket calendar or pocket planner? Do you plan everything, write it all down? No, no, not a much just comes? of a plan. You know, just go and. Um, with the flow. You go yeah, to the flow? Yeah, kind of. Wow. Yeah. That's hard to I believe mean, I that someone plan. can get as far as you got. We're just going with the flow. I just can't. I mean, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the doc in a sec. But I'm like right here compared to them. Like he's number one UFC fighter over here, and you know, Glover here over here. And then there's a, you know a full you know full on surgeon over here. So I'm like here. I admit that. But I everything I do is is like planned out. I write out everything, and I'm still here when these guys are up here. I, I don't know. So maybe the going with the flow works better. What do you doc? Tell me one thing. What's that? Please don't don't make me look bad. Uh, so you doc over here, four kids started young. So they're all like old enough to be playing sports. Two of them are in college. One in high school. One's in junior high school. Right? Matthew's in junior high He's school. Fifth grade. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So so you got grade school, high school. And two in college. Two in college. So been to all their games, water polo, swimming, you know, all their stuff. Dealing with your wife's uh, newfound uh, saving the, 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 you know, the animals. Right. And then you do the surgery, cutting on the shoulders, the knees, doing all that intricate work like that. When you wake up, do you, the night before you go to bed, do you plan out the next day? Why days are all planned. Surgery-wise and, and office-wise are all pre-planned months in advance. But what I have to do is if I if we go on vacation, I schedule around my kids because 
they all have their sports events championships so if we're going to go anywhere my schedule is the last to i fit it in when they're all available so but then my schedule work-wise is all done but then then my schedule i've carved out my schedule for here you know those are just untouched so who does that so i can train where is that is that in a google calendar how do you do that yeah i have a google calendar so does that like that because does the pit come up monday wednesday no i just it's always the same that's easy so you so you remember you remember things well you gotta remember some stuff i don't remember anything but i have to have a calendar (laughs) my wife puts stuff in if we're traveling or whatever she just adds it all in there so it just so your wife your wife is she she more of the everyone needs a team yeah that's part of the team where's your team we're your team right here no and i got i got heather's heather does her things and she does more than i do too she has her boot camp she's running the household she takes care of everything she takes care of the gym and i'm trying to just do my little part but i i work harder great job yeah thanks a lot yeah i feel (laughs) like it man Fuck <laughs> this! All right, thanks for making me feel like shit. Like eight black belt yesterday. Yes, yeah. You got to take charge. You promote eight black belt. I think it's yeah. pretty good. I, I gotta eight say, seeing your guys uh, here was eight, the eight black belt. Seeing your guys here in town was the coolest thing. To see all your guys here, you know, promoting and uh, it was and just a, training oh, and doing their it testing. Such a good they were all uh, such a good group of guys. They're all so happy. For them, it must be a total thrill to come out. They probably heard a lot of stories about, yeah, well, about this guy, about this guy, and about and about this place, and to come out here and see where you came from well, or you where came you trained. Seeing you, that's the main thing. For them, it's got to be pretty neat. That's all. Yeah, it must have been. And, and let, let me just say, it was very emotional for me, very emotional because my I don't even think of other people because I'm so self-absorbed. I always think of myself first which isn't a good trait. I don't like to admit it, but it's true. So I'm always thinking Hawaii, 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 because that's my roots. And I want everybody to, to see what I did and what I trained and go through what I went. And that's okay. But Glover went through all his me, my, you know, beginning, like my beginning was Hawaii. His beginning was here. So he got to see his people got to see where he started. They got to see the wheelbarrow and the, the beach and Madonna and and the gym and and all of our the the cage you yeah. know all that stuff yeah because I you know they they've been what with me six years six yeah. and a half people like you know the, uh, coaching them during those years I'm all, all, only I don't have stories from Hawaii you know yeah it starts from Hawaii it's like lately I I've been there a couple of times with you guys yeah helping promote it but I don't have I stories only here oh man the wheelbarrow me and Chalk we used to go and wrestle and do so all the stories come yeah from here and now they here they all like and we're gonna do it from oh, now on so that'd be amazing yeah that's what we're gonna do amazing. but this is i've only thought we're of hawaii this year. never would have happened if it wasn't for the COVID thing because we were going to do hawaii yeah. his yeah. black belts without me even thinking that they should see his roots which they're gonna now because uh i realize that but anyway guys all right so enough of that we are gonna go now because he has to go train. I have to go teach, and he has to go hang out with his friends. He's been here. He's been here all week. They work really hard, and it's his last night here. And we got one question I want to ask for Glover: How do you pull up after a USC fight? Forty-one seems like a tough gig, even for a young guy. What? Is, so, what? Basically, saying how do you how do you rebound 
rebound after a tough UFC fight? Calm your mind and uh, chill, uh, relax. That's the main thing. Then you have more energy to focus on what you really need to do it. And uh, like I say, I don't have like plan what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm always have goals for the week. You know, I'm going to do this. I want to run this much. Or I want to do this. You write know, it down. All this train now. But like, I know that I, I know that I have to train hard tomorrow and I'm going to do something tomorrow. I'm going to get up early and I already have kind of planned tomorrow is the flight. So I'm going to run in the morning and the, the beach. So kind of like that, it goes like that, but. It's amazing that oh I have I it's know amazing that. that you guys do all this shit and 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 just do it you just you remember and you just do it and I have to like I have to write it down on on a piece of paper that I write on my Evernote and I put it on my calendar and I still don't get it done half the time and you guys just think about it and boom well, you do it well John we you didn't have you I didn't have we you. have you you <laughs> didn't have you so you fought too hard now you don't remember things. Well, we I, John, I will, I'll tell you this. One of my best friends in medical school, who's now a neurosurgeon and heads up a whole neurosurgical program down in Orange County, he writes down everything. He writes down, I go to his house, he writes down every step, everything. So you're in good company. Thank God for him. I've been hit too much. And, I, and that, that's one thing I want to leave you guys with. And, and, and it's, a, it's an important thing. Um, uh, Max Holloway brought it up. He, he doesn't like to spar much. Oh, that's uh, a big part. Robbie Lawler, he he says he barely spars at all. <laughs> they get hit enough in the fight. I wish I learned this early days because we sparred every day, five days, six days a week, full on sparring. Like it was like a it was like a five round fight every single day at the gym because we're trying to knock each other out. Uh, we don't train like that anymore. My guys don't train like that. Glover's guys don't train like that anymore, and they're fighting. Did you watch Max Holloway's fight? He didn't spar. Imagine, you know, just that being that good. That right there says it right there. You do not need to spar hard to be to be good at fighting. Let me add, if you guys remember the song, you don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time. You don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah, you don't have to take your clothes off to good, have a good time. And you don't have to spar hard. To be a good fighter, right? No. Thing. All right, guys. That was a huge point in that fight that I, I don't know. Yeah. It was a DC making the commentary, but yeah. like everyone hang up your gloves. Like if this is how you can fight with no sparring, yeah. stop, sparring. everyone stop yeah. sparring. Quit sparring immediately. <laughs> it used to be sex before a fight. Like how long you're supposed to go six months, six weeks, whatever, before a fight. You used to have to go. Remember they say women weaken legs. Remember from Rocky? And then all of a sudden people were like having sex that day going, no, that doesn't work anymore. Now we're finding the same thing for sparring. So, anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Glover's out of here. Hi, Alfie. See you, <laughs> Alfie, we love you. And John, then we, good uh, to see you, Glover. Great having you here. All right, All right guys. Thanks. See you. Guys. Guys.